Yeah, it is a playoff Friday. Playoff Sliwa is in full bloom. And Greg is in here with us today as well. And there's there's a couple of things. This is good news for you, Slee. You ready for this? Okay. We've been talking about Spirit Airlines trying to get your 85 bucks and you fighting it, right? Waste and I your said time. that Susan will go to war for you, right? Yep. Darb writes, hey, Trav, if Susan's busy, tell Al my wife will get his money back by the end of the day. <laughs> See, there there are people that when they dig their heels in, they're going to get what they want. Yeah. Good so luck. Th- this is, this is kind of – this has been my world for a while. Like if something like this, my mom will call me and she'll be like, hey, Cox Communications, they just – they raised it again. Now we're paying X amount of dollars. I'm like, mom, just relax, kick back. Let me go save you $14 a month, which she makes it sound like it's $1,400 a month. <laughs> I'm in. I'm coming in, and I'm going to try to figure it out. Spirit was – that was uh, – I hadn't really faced that where they're basically like, hey, uh, that's cool that that all happened. Why don't you just go online, and um, there's a form there for you. And then I was off the phone. Like They, they, they got me pretty quick, so I got to recalibrate uh, here. Fight. Fight, 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 yeah. fight, fight, fight. Yeah, yeah good um, luck. Much like the movie theater tries to keep you from bringing things in. <laughs> we were talking about that yesterday, Em? Yeah, we were talking about that because of... Oh, you went to air. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, I, yeah, and that, you asked me yeah. if I snuck in any... Uh, I remembered something. What's the- <laughs> <laughs> Props to Sliwa. Yeah, Sliwa's sharp today. He's, yeah. he's, like, he's fired up. You, you said your sister was listening to the podcast. She's in Spain? Yeah, okay. So my sister... First of all, she needs to find something better to do in Spain than listen to me now. Well, I, I mean, uh, Kate's was listening to us in Paris. We're it, now going Same for him. Yeah. Exactly. So, um, so Claire is in Spain. My cousin is doing the Camino de Santiago, and Claire is going to be like... Going and doing stuff with her along the along the route. What what is your cousin doing? The Camino de Santiago, What's which that? is a kind is. of a, a long walk pilgrimage through uh, some like historic and religious sites in Spain. Uh, I I knew it from Spanish class, but there's I'm sure someone else knows more about this than I do. But it's a really pretty walk, cool. and it ends at the uh, the Cathedral de Santiago in uh, Spain. Okay, so. Um, so she she texts me this morning. She says, "I'm listening to the show from yesterday, and I think the most aggressive thing that I've ever brought into a movie theater was a whole birthday cake, a whole birthday cake that then she then cut into pieces and doled out to everybody in her group. So obviously, she a whole cake into the movies. Yes. So obviously, my first uh, <laughs> response is why." Right, <laughs> and then her response is, "It was my friend's birthday. We wanted cake, and I was like, okay, it doesn't really answer my Didn't question. You have cake before or after? Yes, go go to someone's apartment. <laughs> go even eat it in like the parking lot if you just want to have it. Parking lot cake is a game changer. <laughs> so I was like, okay, and then obviously more questions. Where did you put it? How big was it? Did you bring a knife into a movie theater? Like these are all these things that like I think are needed to be answered. And she said, uh, obviously all these matter of factly. She said, plastic knife in plates. Okay, so you also then had to so sneak she in plates. Brought a picnic basket into the movie. She brought a she's hibachi. Like Yogi Bear. She's, she's barbecuing <laughs> on the side of the theater. Right. She brought in a normal sized sheet pancake okay so that's still large and then uh she wait, yeah it was wait, like around tuesday yeah she brought in a like a what is that like five by nine yeah yeah, yeah. that's pretty big exactly cake. and to dole it out during the theater one, one it's also probably dark and these people at the door must have not given one you know what because they're just like you might as well walk in they and probably so that's got the a most slice ridiculous thing yeah, they so, probably got a slice of cake. Slee, I got a question for you. You're mm-hmm. you're sitting there, you're watching your movie, 
and you see um, a young woman next to you, and she's got a cake, and she's carving it up, and she kind of gives you a little elbow, like, hey, I got, do, little, happy I, birthday. I, I, I got a little cake left. You want a slice? Do you take it? Yeah, I think I'm taking a I slice. I do, too. <laughs> I really do. I think I'm sitting there, and I'm smiling. I'm saying I really do appreciate it, and just enjoying a nice movie with a slice of cake. That sounds great. <laughs> That sounds really when nice. When I think movie, I think icing and frosting and, and, and cake. I'm going to need to see either her or one of her friends take a bite of the cake first. But once I see <laughs> that they're eating it and I'm seeing that my slice it's is not coming poisoned. off the seat, I You never know. You never know what's going on there. But yeah, that's But uh, also it's like, yeah, aggressive. when did they sing happy birthday? Did they do it during the trailers? And why, the why not just do it before or after? Did she answer I, that question? What about the candles? <laughs> that's a good point fire hazard don't be ridiculous taylor (laughs) (laughs) that's where we draw the line taylor just be a little more responsible bro we're trying to have an honest conversation here al you uh you're not here today you're you're uh working remotely taylor's mustache is just about ready for the playoffs all right it doubled overnight (laughs) it did it like i noticed it a couple of days ago and i just thought you forgot to shave for like a day or two and then i walked in this morning like taylor's looking like tom Selleck. like he's just in here stop doing the uh the full mustache deal all right, Taylor. So, is this as lo- as far as they go? Your mustache goes. Yeah. So it could be the finals. You know, that's mm-hmm. that's the potential here. But I don't know, Trav. Do you ever look at yourself in the mirror in the morning and just feel disgust? Uh, I was just rhetorical. <laughs> okay, next question. Yeah. Let's go to next. Yes. What else do you want to know? Yeah, you're I, like mirrors. Who looks in those? <laughs> I, so I do. I do. I, so it depends on a, shave, how yeah, much fun. I've had to drink. Right. So there's in the morning, for instance, right, when I get out of the shower and I'm getting ready to brush my teeth and and shave or or whatever you comb my hair and and all the things that you do. There's that moment that first like, man, you look old. Like I've I've hit that point where I my I have a receding hairline. My beard is very gray and I feel super old. Now, if I'm out and I've had a few drinks and I have to just go use the men's room real quick, I'm looking. You look pretty good. Yeah, you're like, snapping okay. your yeah, fingers feel, at yourself. Yeah, so, pop, pop. I feel a lot better about myself. So my feeling the past week or so is just, man, you look creepy. <laughs> that's, kind of, that's kind of it. I don't even have the porn star stash. It's more like the guy that holds a camera. It's the blonde mustache of it all. So blonde facial hair really does not Emily's bode right. well for uh, blonde people. But I'm not I'm really blonde on top. It's more of a... No, but it's the not... The mustache is blonde. It's I know, not yeah. dark, right? It's lightly colored. But here's it's just right. it colored in. Yeah. Here's what it comes down the to. sponsorship. You're doing it for a reason. Like, there's a meaning behind this. But it's the not, world doesn't know that, Sleep. The world, exactly. Even better. We're like even a sandwich board. My, like, it, one of those things that people say the end of the world is coming when they want to wander around the streets. Like a little arrow pointing yeah, to it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. arrow up, this is for the Kings playoff it's run. It's a joke. I'm not a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> right? If you had said, guys, I'm growing a mustache, and that's the work of your mustache, it would be like, all right, um, Taylor, you got to let that thing go at some point. But you have a real purpose in this one. Okay. Here's the last mustache-related question I have for you. Let's say, and it's unlikely, by the way, Vegas is sweating this same possibility. You see where I'm going with this. Vegas has a lot of exposure on the Kings. If they win the whole thing, do you keep it? Do you? Are you now a mustache wearer? I think, I think so, yeah. I was reading online, I, I don't know, like how to grow a good mustache or something like that. And it <laughs> said you have, to, you have to wait sometimes three or four months. Yeah. It's the top part up here that otherwise you look like John Waters. So if they're in the finals, if they're in the finals, by that time it might actually look good. There's potential with this. Yeah, it's a couple month run there. 
it's mid-June. By the time the finals, yeah, would you keep it on even if the Kings lose? But if it guaranteed us a Mandy, oh, best bit, Mandy mustache. mustache. Yeah, yeah, the Mandy Not mustache. Bad. Not bad. What do you think, Slee? You think he keeps I, it on I, if they win? I would. Uh, oh no, if you win, I mean, it doesn't matter at that point what anybody says. Your squad just won a championship, and nobody's predicting them to really do that much. So you definitely keep it on. What I don't want to have happen is in a week and a half, it's off. <laughs> Well, it's it, it might be. Look, if if the Warriors do what I think most basketball people think they're going to do, this may be a very short-lived mustache. Taylor's mm-hmm. clean-shaved in two weeks. <laughs> he's going he's gonna to be faced all over again. All right, Lakers and Grizz on Sunday. Uh, game is at noon. Uh, pre-game show, Al, 1030? 1030 pre, yep. All right, 1030 pre. LeBron has to play well. AD has to play well. Let's slide them over to the side of the table right here. Mm-hmm. Who's next? Who, if they're going to make this interesting, and I'm not just talking about Sunday afternoon, I'm talking about this series, who needs to be that next best guy? Because it was Dennis Schroeder in the play-in game. Yeah. Is it him? Is it is it just by him by default? Or are we going to have to get better performances from that group of guys that they traded for in the middle of the season? Well, on paper, I'll tell you who it's supposed to be. Um, it's supposed to be D'Angelo Russell, right? That on On paper. You went and made a trade, and remember you and I would talk about it where we'd say, look, um, D'Lo is not a role player, but D'Lo, I mean, D'Lo's not a superstar, but he's also not a role player. He's kind of that guy in between. Can he get you 18 and 6 a game, 18 and 8 a game, something along those lines? He's got the most, um, he's got the most, I guess, kind of coming into once the trade settled and everything else, he's the one that you're like, okay, hey, this could be a game changer. Not that many teams have a player like D'Lo as their third best player. By the way, he can play off the ball. He can create for others. He can hit open jumpers. Um, if he has a good series, if we're sitting back here in the, and, and we're getting to the end of, first, of the first round and we're not bringing up D'Lo in a negative connotation, there's a lot of things that are probably going okay. Mm-hmm. I think closely with D'Lo, I still put Reeves there. And, and I think Reeves has just kind of – he's put up – his expectations have come up because he's created those uh, those expectations for himself. He's found times to contribute for the Lakers. He's found times to get to the free throw line. He's found times to be a really, really uh, a big time defender. After that, I think it's kind of hot or cold. I don't. Dennis Schroeder had a really good game the last one. I wouldn't be surprised on Sunday if he struggles a little bit. That's kind of what a backup point guard does. But D'Lo and Austin Reeves. Those are supposed to be the guys, and I, I put D'Lo on it. Look how much he's getting paid. He's in a contract year. Yep. He was kind of the big piece of the trade, not to take anything away from Jared Vanderbilt, some of these other guys, but I think he's the one that if he does not have a good series, Lakers could struggle because they're expecting him to play well. Oh, if, he has, if he does not play well in the series, they're going to lose. I mean, he, he has to be somewhere between at least average to pretty good because we saw what it looked like when he wasn't very good. We saw what it looked like when Reeves wasn't effective offensively the way that he's been. Then That Minnesota game scared the living daylights out of me because that was – if Minnesota wasn't almost historically bad in that second half, they lose that game. Even if LeBron does exactly what he does, even if Anthony Davis does exactly what he does, they lose that game. They're going to have to get something from him. He, he cannot be – he didn't play, right? I mean, the, the fourth quarter, I think he came in for the last play of regulation because they might need him to take a three, but he basically didn't play in the fourth quarter. For good reason. You know, for sure. It yeah, was, it was yeah. the right decision to not mm-hmm. play him, but that's not a workable formula 
for a, a seven-game series against a team like Memphis who's pretty darn good. If, if I asked you this, if I said who do you have, and for me it's kind of an easy answer, who do you have more confidence in between just to be there on a consistent night-in, night-out basis? If you said Reeves or D'Lo, who do you, get, who do you have more faith in? Reeves because he plays I, defense. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I, I don't even hesitate. I, I have more faith in Reeves than I do in D'Angelo Russell. All right, I want to read some tweets when we get back because, Taylor, I think people think you called me something that you didn't, so we'll try to get that cleared up a little bit along the way. Plus, more of your phone calls on the Lakers, 877-710-ESPN. How are you feeling? And just how important is Sunday's game? Not just the result, but what it looks like. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. All right, so the big CY is in here as well. Are you working this mm-hmm. afternoon? I was working this afternoon. I mean, I, I was working earlier. I'm working this afternoon as well. It'll be Beto and I in for Sedano and Cap. So okay, should be good. Yeah. Okay, so uh, I'm glad that you're here. Because okay, because as the what, what is your the president of the handsome man president community? of the local chapter, local chapter of the handsome man yes. community? Shout out to Los okay. VP of the local chapter. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> here, I'm here. an assistant manager. <laughs> I'm an assistant manager for for that crew. <laughs> Thank you, Slee. <laughs> <laughs> um, Taylor asked, so Taylor is growing a rally mustache for his Sacramento Kings. Uh, that's what's happening? That's okay. That's what's happening. Oh, that's fair. And he asked me, t- Taylor, <laughs> Taylor, this is with, ask me, well, hold on, let me back up here a little bit. I want to read this from Aaron Palmer on Twitter. And he says, Taylor is on fire right now. I'm dying. Do you ever feel as disgusting as you look, Travis? That's not what you asked him. Yeah, it feels like a little bit of a misquote. <laughs> it, it is. It is. So what, what he asked me a minute ago was, because he's growing a mustache and I wear a beard yeah. more often than not, was, do you ever look at yourself? And I'll let you, t- what, yeah, what was the I question? I guess I might have singled you out a little bit, but I said, Trav, have you ever looked in the mirror? Not might have. You literally singled <laughs> me out. Have you ever looked in the mirror and felt, disgusting yes wow. <laughs> yeah no i i think you were asking about the facial hair component of all of this and not my general essence sure, general right. countenance I, I, yeah I, I took it as that however right. because you know that's and i said well unfortunately yes every, wow. just about every single morning when i get ready to brush my it's like like i got there's a lot of white in my beard i'm losing my hair like sure. there's some more it's like it's just kind of a natural order of things unfortunately it's how it happens what man about a young a young yates do you, have some, you some, that? sometimes i did go to the barber 
barbershop before I even saw anybody this morning. So, like, if I know that I'm not going to, if I have a multiple camera appearances in a day, I'm getting to the shop early. I'm not letting it get to the so point where I So you're looking at yourself in that mirror, Yates, this morning. Were you I didn't have an ugly day this morning, no. No? But okay. I do, I mean, even I have a going term for that. Sometimes you have an ugly day. You know, it's just like, oh, man, today I don't have it. Some you know? Definitely just... the hungover side yeah. yourself. Is oh, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. That, but that's like. For me, too, it's like my makeup might still be on. Like, there's that <laughs> But grossness. that's a very specific event that led to oh boy that was a long night and maybe I should, you're puffy and all yeah, those things true. No, I haven't, not just like last night i haven't had a dorian gray moment i got my seven hours of sleep <laughs> woke up felt pretty good like physically i felt fine right and i look i'm like damn fastball lost it <laughs> yeah damn <laughs> What the hell happened? And then Taylor just comes off the top rope and makes it worse. Some of us might have actually talked about your Kings on television today, Taylor, so tune in. What'd you say? Mm. Well, that's what the tease is for, you know what I mean? So You better be picking them. He said they they play the Warriors. Yeah. He said they play the Warriors, and then he went in about all Warriors I went full Magic Johnson and just stated the facts of what was going on. (laughs) I I really deeply hope that that's done with intent because it's amazing. It's so funny. If that's done on purpose, it's one of the great accounts on Twitter. In 10,000 years, the aliens are going to come down. They're going to be like, Magic Johnson was one of the brilliant minds of our time, stating some (laughs) of the things that we just did not know. The Lakers are much better with three-point shooting. (laughs) (laughs) Trav, do you you agree that it started off where it wasn't on purpose? Those were his actual real tweets. I I do. And I think now... I think now it's got to a point where he's like, okay, well, I got no other choice but to lean into this. But I don't think the way it started, I think those were his real, real tweets. I, I agree. I think that they have become self-aware and sort of the brand of Magic's Twitter is almost its own separate entity from what Magic Johnson, the brand, is himself. Because there's people who every time we tweet something will text me or tag me. And I'm like, guys, you don't need to do this. But it's a recurring bit in their lives, so they feel they need to bring me into it. All right, so you you and I were chatting a little bit this morning. You were in Durham, North Carolina a couple of days ago? A couple days ago. I was in Durham basically all of this week Okay, up until today. And you had the honor, the pleasure... Of getting to throw out the first pitch at a Durham Bulls game. How'd it I go? I threw out the first pitch at a Durham Bulls game. Um, my family was there. Oh, that's it awesome. It was a lovely awesome. day. They gave me a tour of the park. They let me and my cousins all run amok over there. And uh, my buddy was, my cousin was running around. Did you ask to get in the cage? Filming everything. Okay, so I asked to go to the clubhouse. They didn't <laughs> let me. Okay. They didn't let me in the clubhouse because I had a whole entourage. So yeah. that wasn't going to work. But we went down. So those of you who've never been to Durham, there's a ballpark downtown now that is not the ballpark the movie was filmed in. Travis has played in the ballpark the movie was filmed in. Not played. Went oh, to excuse game. me. Went to. Yeah. Pardon me. Has been to, rather. Yes. But they now have this facility downtown that's fantastic. They've still got the bull up in left field. They've got a nice little grandstand out and right. I got out there. Now, here's the thing. People are like, oh, you're going to look like 50 Cent. Don't bounce it. People are like, oh, you're going to go from the mound. First of all, there were two things that I made sure I got clear, Travis. I actually went to the head groundkeeper, groundskeeper, and I said, can I go on the mound? Because these guys do work. All the way to the rubber. You know what I mean? And sometimes the groundskeeper would be like, listen, we did some residing or whatever. We don't want you goofing off on the dirt. He was like, bro, if you bounce it and you're on the mound, I'm clowning you in, in front of my entire family. I was like, well, that's not going to happen. So got up on the mound. This was after... Had a couple of rehab starts earlier you in the week. You thought you were going to say? Threw a couple pitches before. What? Well, you said I had a couple. I'm like, oh, no. I thought drinks. Well, yeah, a couple true. ultras. I did, you couple ultras. I did have a high volume <laughs> tall boy beforehand that when I got halfway through, I was like, opa, this might Hammered. affect the proceedings. You know what I'm saying? Let me put this bad boy down and execute this pitch. So I did that up and in. 
I probably would have hit somebody if they were in the batter's box, oh, no. but got to the plate, did it from the mound. A lot of my family was there. got good video, so check it out on my Twitter feed if you want to see it. So it did, did you have the wherewithal? Because I, I've done it once as well. I did it in an Angel game a million years ago, and I, I pitched for a long time. And so that 60 feet, 6 inches is not a big deal. No. Like it, it, it is what it is. But when you walk out there – and you you don't have that the the understanding of in the month. literally other than your family Yates yeah. no one was watching not what a you were soul doing. not a single person not a soul other than my dad and my kids <laughs> and my wife no one was watching me my heart was banging out of my mm. chest so here's what happened I got to the mound I had my approach you know you skip you jump the line you skip the line mind you I had thrown a day before with a high school coach in the area my homeboy because I wanted to make sure that my arm was in motion. But as soon as I got to the mound, I was like, well, am I going to go from the stretch? That's a little involved. So I did a little short wind-up. And as soon as I got to my release point, I kind of rushed it. I was like, <laughs> once I got in the motion, I was like, get you're, that thing out of there. thinking too much. Get that thing out of there. And I kind of short on my motion. But that's what sort of left it high and tight. I just didn't want to yank it and bounce it in no, the dirt Bouncing like is the worst. Right. But can't do that. So that didn't happen. The second you start thinking about release point, you're screwed. I, I know. But I think about release points way too much <laughs> anyway because I'm a ridiculous baseball person. I'm like, why am I thinking about arm slots did right now? Did you do the jog down to the catcher and shake his oh, hand yeah. and pat we him did on the, the back? And, and shouts to the Durham Bowl social media people who put that part in slow-mo which looked really cool so I looked like I was some important person did the tall boy help you I think so it helped a little bit with the nerves a a little bit I couldn't go I didn't finish it but I finished it afterwards and it was cool to be able to come back to it was like a like a celebration beer it was great yeah Trav before you know no beer I don't know where that ball's going get a couple (laughs) beers in me I'm Maddox on the mound I'm I'm painting the outside corner I would have painted somebody's ear hole with this pitch. It would not have been good. It was, I was way up. I was nervous. Way in. Yeah. I was nervous. I was it, pretty it, nervous. It, it, it's Because it, you you're terribly exposed. To be fair, you were at a big league game. Yeah. I was at a triple-A game. Very but, big but difference. It's a, it's a, it, yes and no. It, yes in that at the ballpark is bigger. Yeah. But it's literally no one's watching right. you. Yeah, like, so. I... W- I couldn't t- unless it's somebody crazy famous. I can't remember a single time I've ever thought about oh, who threw I'm, out a first pitch. I don't right. remember. No, well, you're right. think think about this, and let, let's use the same example. The Lakers do it at the end of the third quarter. Somebody's taking a half court shot. Okay, everybody's sitting in their seats. Yeah. Now nobody knows who it is who's shooting. But, you know, Trav, you're talking about your heart's got to be beating. Come on now. There's $75,000 on the line. Not that you're going to make the half-court shot, but what you don't want is the crowd to boo you, which (laughs) they will boo you if you throw it over the backboard or you're 14 feet short, right? So you've got to kind of make it respectable. It's something. It has to hit the backboard of the rim. You can't go air. Yeah, you can't can't go air ball. But, no, Slee, you're exactly right. No news is good news when it comes to first pitches, and thankfully there was no news. So happy about that. Glad you made it. Back. Thank you. Guys. Now you got to go to Good work to on you. getting the uh, the big league box checked. You know what I did do. This, Clinton, yes, this is the last thing I'll happen. say. That's actually something I've thought about. But here's what happened: I've been to a college game, a high school game, and a minor league game before. I've been to a big league game this year because that's how I operate. Mm. I've haven't done a college game yet this year. Okay, I, I went to see the Trojans. As a matter of fact, yeah, yeah, they're better. Yeah, Stankiewicz has made a nice little impact. I, I on like. That program. We're not going to get deep into Seth, college baseball. Seth chalk Atherton, talk. pitching coach at USC. <laughs> I'm just telling you, Yates, he's pretty good. He knows what he's doing. This is the Trav and Clinton show that happens <laughs> off air all the time that nobody is interested I, I, well, in. Well, look, so. we can we'll podcast. Yes, we'll, 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 exactly. we'll put it together. See you guys later. All right, we're going to go back to the Lakers, Al. We're going to talk about how important that game one is and what it actually looks like. That's coming up next. It's Trav and Slee, seven ten ESPN.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. So do you do anything differently, Slee, when you're playoff Sliwa? Like, do you dress differently? Do you take a different route to the arena yep. or to the studio? Like, what, what changes in your day-to-day when playoff Sliwa's in full effect? I shower um, three times a day. I shave twice a day. <laughs> um, I run six miles every other day. And I eat only vegetables and fruit because it's you know you're in the playoffs so it's gotta be light on your feet (laughs) gotta be gotta be a lot lighter (laughs) why is here's here's a random one we'll get to lakers here in 30 seconds if you eat a bunch of vegetables and fruit yeah that day and the next day you feel like a million bucks Mm -hmm. you just do it's just it's just better fuel it just is right and then you're like all right i'm going to i'm going to get a cheeseburger and then you feel Awful. Awful. And, and yep. it's just like, but the cheeseburger's just so much better. Why Why is it? Why does it work like that? Okay, how about this? How about when you are making a decision, do I go to the gym or do I not? And you don't go and you don't move and you feel like you know what. <laughs> how about the feeling when you walk out of the gym and you're huh. done and you're just a million bucks. Yeah. You also yet feel we, like you know what. <laughs> no, you choose don't. You see the endorphins. I had grocery store sushi yesterday and it was glorious, Slee. All right, um, Lakers <laughs> escaped the play-in, and I, I, there's really, I guess, no other way to describe it. They, they won, and yep. that's like the last positive thing that you could say about that game. They won, and they didn't have to play tonight, and they're playing Memphis on Sunday, and that's a series that I think that they have the potential to win. But because that was so ragged on Tuesday, because other than LeBron, AD, and Dennis Schroeder, the team, and I guess you throw Hachimura in there too, the team looked – completely discombobulated they just did not play well even lebron made some weird decisions anthony davis had a brain fart 10 turnovers from the time yeah it was there was a lot to go wrong had a brain fart if they give us something even in the general neighborhood of what we saw on tuesday on sunday i'm gonna have a real hard time making a case why they're gonna win four of the remaining six games if they look like that if they can lose the game i don't think the series is over but if they look terrible doing it I think that the writing's on the wall at that point. So you, you kind of, as the season went on with the Lakers, there's one thing that you always tried to highlight, and I think it's the same thing for you as you go into game one or game two against Memphis. It's not did you win or did you lose. Not that that's not important, but how did you look in the process? Because they can lose game one to Memphis, but it's a well game played. Um, the, the game is played well on both sides. Lakers... 
They look fresh. They're playing good ball. It's good team effort. D'Angelo, Osri, some of these role players play well. But you know what? It just came down to a couple possessions, and the Memphis Grizzlies won that game by five or seven or Mm -hmm. three or whatever the case is, where you're not going to feel like, okay, well, I feel really crummy that we don't have a shot against the Grizzlies. Or the other thing could happen, which I think – I'm leaning more towards Lakers. I've watched you for a week and a half play bad basketball. So I haven't I haven't seen the Lakers play a good game of basketball probably since that game against the Minnesota Timberwolves on the road. And that Almost. was mostly in the second half, too. And that, and that you're right, it was in the second half. They were down 13 in the yeah. second half, came all the way back. And that was 2 weeks ago. So my curiosity is all right, did we just kind of go through a little bit of a dry spell? The schedule did not work in your favor. You were incredibly exhausted, but you still won enough games to put yourself in a position where you got the number seven seed, or are we going to see a little bit more of that coming up on Sunday? So, T. Raj, to kind of go off one of the points that you made about how do you look, if you look anything like the last week and a half, I got a ton of concern because that's coming off four days of rest. Mm-hmm. It's not going to. It's not like four days of rest is the longest you're F- going to get. Fatigue was certainly a part of the reason that they looked as ragged as they did on Tuesday sleep, but I don't think it was the only reason, right? I mean, it was it was a part of the mix, but there were so Anthony Davis crashing into a three point shooter, LeBron James throwing it out of bounds. I don't know if these are exclusively because they were on empty. Yeah, and and they looked. Um... Bad? They looked, yeah, bad. I mean, that's, but it it wasn't just Minnesota. So I I think what happens on Sunday, if they end up, listen, if they win the game, if you come out to Memphis and you win Game One, um, then we might be having a completely different conversation of what the series is the rest of the way. We, you and I have talked about you got to just split somehow, find a way to get one or two. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you look anything like you did over the last week and a half. Then, then just our conversation is okay. Well, this is just another game compared to a, a another five, six games that they had before this that weren't all that good. All right. So obviously the Lakers are the one that we've been spending the lion's share of the time talking about. But the Clippers and the Suns get going this weekend as well. And I, I, I feel I, I, I want to put this out there so at least I can say I was quasi right if this actually ends up being how it plays out. The Suns have not lost a single game with Kevin Durant. Not one. They are 9-0 and when Kevin Durant plays for them. And they got the Clippers in the first round. I don't think they're going to sweep the Clippers, but I, I do think that there is a real possibility that if you fast forward a month from right now and we're getting close to the Western Conference Finals or we're in the Western Conference Finals, they were saying, well, how did we not see this coming? That the Suns have just absolutely smashed the other teams that they've played and Kevin Durant is the best player in that half of the draw. I don't think that that is out of the realm of possibility. That Kevin Durant is 9-0 and and we're like, well, it's kind of an interesting series. Are they gonna? He's 9-0, and Slee, and it's Kevin Durant. It's not that they made a trade for Drew Holiday and they went 9-0, and which would be cool. He's a good player, yeah. but it's, it's Kevin Durant and they're 9-0. and That has to mean something. So, and this is, you know, I, I think a lot of people feel this way. Maybe uh, maybe that's changed a little bit. If you said, hey, Al, we did this a couple weeks ago, picked one team out of the West. Mm-hmm. I'm still taking the Phoenix Suns. Me too. And, and, and listen, <laughs> anything could happen. Maybe when people say, no, they don't have enough depth. Maybe when people say, um, yeah, but the 9-0 and that they went on, go look at the teams that they played. Maybe you're right on that. I just, that's a really, really difficult team to look past 
because of the players that they have, because they've been to an NBA Finals too. It's not like KD is coming here and Phoenix no. had no success the last couple of years. But KD gets weird online and he argues with random people on Twitter and whatnot, but there's not one one millionth of one percent that leads me to believe that Kevin Durant is scared about any of this stuff. That, that's why the Clippers thing, it's just uh, yeah. here you got the draw of the Clippers. You get the Suns in the first round. Um, Paul George, you know, there's a strong likelihood that he's not going to be a part of the first round. I think, in, you know, you said fast forward to a month of what you could be saying about the Suns. I don't think we need to fast forward very far from a week and a half, two I weeks agree. from now. I, 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 I don't think the Clippers, if they make it a series, hats off to them, but – I don't well, think there's much more. Past, it is Kawhi uh, Leonard. Kawhi Leonard is an amazing X factor in the postseason. I, I got to put that out there just as something to consider that we haven't seen this full version of Kawhi Leonard in the postseason since 2019. So maybe it could be a factor in this in this series. Since 2019 is the part that I heard. That's a long time ago. That Kawhi Leonard is a great player. I don't disagree with you. That he is an incredibly impactful player potentially. Sure. Kawhi Leonard has not been an impactful postseason player in four years. That's a Due long to injury. time. Okay. I mean, he's still – with Anthony Davis, we don't say, oh, he's still awesome, but he just doesn't play all the time. It, regardless of why you're not playing, you're not playing. He he is a good – I don't want to make it sound like I'm throwing cold water on Kawhi as a great player. He is. But this idea that he could summon something that is going to beat Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, Chris Paul, and DeAndre Ayton, I just, I'm just not here well, for it, Al. I just don't I, think there's but, a chance. But I of think, that. I think you guys are both right. I think he can have a great series, and they can easily lose because they're not built to just, hey, Kawhi is the guy that's going to do everything. They were built. Kawhi and B, uh, PG are supposed to do it together, and even if he has a great series, he's supposed to go on the other end and guard KD, right? Or maybe they don't even do that. Maybe they just decide, no, let's let him use his energy for Regardless. the other side of the ball. But that's that's a incredibly incredibly tall task. I, I don't. What I do don't. They do after put Al? much stock there. I, I'm with you. I, I think that the Suns win this in five or six, and I wouldn't be totally stunned if it were a sweep. But the, I, I would be shocked if the Clippers come out of this with a series victory. So let's assume they don't. Mm-hmm. What the heck do they do next? This is four years of nothing, right? And and I I know I can hear Clipper fans. Well, we got the Western Conference Finals. I, I understand, but that was both Paul George playing at a level that was extraordinary and good luck, right? It was a combination of those two things. And then in the Conference Finals, you really weren't a threat that the two guys that you mortgaged everything to go get really have never made a run together in any of these things. And like Emily said health is a big part of it but it still hasn't happened and it's not like it hasn't happened once or twice this is the fourth time they've run this and it's they're 0 for 4 do you just keep doing it because this feels it's not the same type of play but the whole Chris Paul Blake Griffin DeAndre Jordan thing Lob City was super fun lots of stars and they didn't get anything done either and they just kept running it back to the point where they weren't those same guys and now they had to rebuild it with this at some point, you have to say, this doesn't work. I just don't know where they go from there. So, I, it, it's kind of funny. I, I think the I think the point of, I don't really know what they would do if they didn't try it again, right? So, I don't know if, because they can tell themselves this, and they're not completely wrong when they say, the, we only had these guys healthy together for one playoff run. And that one playoff run was one of the biggest collapses in the playoffs, you're up 3-1 against Denver. I think they run it back. Now, 
does that mean Ty Lu is there? They run I don't it back because they think it'll work, or they run it back because they don't have a better option. I think they could make a case that um, run it back because let's see if they, if we could get lucky and they're healthy again. And, and I and I think can they kind of structured their whole season about being ready for the playoffs and PG goes down, what was it, two, three weeks ago, and then there goes their game plan. I, I think it's a combination of the two. I don't know what else you would do, and I think you could also sell yourself, well, if PG and Kawhi are healthy in a playoff run, we'll take our chances and see where it goes. All right, Taylor, so the next time that you and I and Al and Emily are all together on Monday, the Kings will have opened their playoff series. one nothing Kings. Yep. <laughs> so one nothing Kings. Take me through state of mind. Take me through the first game of the series and whether or not you are optimistic because you're a Kings fan or optimistic because you think they're going to beat the Golden State Warriors. I said before that uh, my heart says Kings, but my mind is saying Warriors, but I've got to stay optimistic for my Kings. Um, they can score more than your favorite team. You know, they got to do that, though. They got to keep their stars out of foul trouble and and win game one. Or is the series home. over if they lose game one? No, home? it's not over, but um, I think it's very, very vital that they win that first game. Slee, is the game over? Is the series over if they lose game one at home? Because I sure think it is. Um,. Yeah, that's not going to help. Not going to help <laughs> at all. Yeah. Help. Would you bring your own personal beam a... if they win the first game? You can't. By you the way, Trev, 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 you are right. You are right. Like, you start off if we're here Monday and Warriors already took a one zero lead, yeah. and now have ham- have home court after four. Yeah, don't minutes. talk to me Monday. If because that's the case. because here's what: if the Warriors win that game, the Warriors have been terrible on the road, and all of a sudden that didn't matter. The Kings are inexperienced, and all of a sudden that has been, I don't know if exploited is the right word, but now they're inexperienced and they've got one loss under their belt. That the big eyes that I talk about sometimes, if that's a factor, that doesn't get less of yeah, that going they forward. They need that confidence, that first win. They need Want to, more cowbell. They, they, they need to, Thank you, Sleet. They need yellow or purple beams and uh, cowbells. <laughs> and, <mustaches. laughs> and, and mustaches. And mustaches. Is the plural of mustache, mustaches, mustache-eye? What is uh, that? Mustaches. Okay. How cool yeah. would that have been if that was like a thing? Where like all these people up in Sacramento have decided. That's what I was gonna initially tell you guys. Like not, all my all my Kings fans uh, friends are doing it, but I don't have any friends. That are Kings. Is it a Kings thing? Like is it out in the Kings universe, <laughs> or is it that. a Taylor Smith thing? It's strictly me. I think it's just an excuse to see what it looks like. <laughs> That's how all mustaches That's how get their stuff starts. Happens, by yeah. the way. That- For- I had like, never no shave worn, November. Yeah. I had never worn a beard in my entire life until really the pandemic happened, and I just like a lot of people got lazy and soon yep. I was like, I kind of like how that looked. I'm like, all right, we're gonna roll this, and we kind of been rolling it ever since. And I'm gonna get a cowboy hat next. <laughs> Whatever she, she wants, and then she, she gets. threatened you if you shave your head. <laughs> Yo, no, that's been happening for a long. <laughs> I wanted to shave my head for 15 years, Al. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. 
Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. I think I started with the Tiger Woods thing yesterday, right? That Tiger Woods won his first Masters yesterday in 1997. Al, it was today, April 14th, that Tiger Woods won his last Masters. or His 15th major. Yeah, his most recent Masters, shall we say, as opposed to last Masters. Uh, That was four years ago on 2019. And when Tiger won the first one, it, you could kind of see it coming. Maybe not that, that soon because he was still a kid, but you knew he was going to be a big deal. That one in 2019 was after his life blew up in the oh, most yeah. public way possible. Hadn't won a major in over 10 years, and then he just wins the Masters bang out of nowhere. Unbelievable. Okay. All right. So, Trav, I don't know where people are on this. I think I even texted you. What was it on Sunday when mm-hmm. he was basically pulls out? Um Man, I I don't need to see any more of that. That I'm cringing every step that he takes yeah. to see him in that state, still trying to make it happen. Um, I don't know, man. I, I I think there comes a point, and I know you know for his career, everything that he accomplished, and, and maybe still in his mind thinking, look, I I think I could go out there and give you four rounds. I don't need to see any more of that. I just I cringe every time he was walking. Such a good question, Al, uh, because. Which one do you want me to argue? I, I literally can do both. That I want to continue to see him, or I want to see him just kind of very gracefully say, "I just can't do this anymore." Pick one, and I will give you a passionate argument on both. Because it feels like 2019 was the time. It 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 was. But here's the thing: what makes guys like him, guys like him, is that they do stuff that you never thought they could. Is that they do that thing that you think, okay, we're finally done. And maybe to your point, Emily, that was 2019. That after 11 years, it's like, I'm not done. That that Phil and Phil Mickelson hasn't had nearly the physical problems that Tiger has. He's had different sorts of issues, but not physical ones. Phil Mickelson is f- almost 52 years old and still won a major a couple of years ago and nearly won another one a few days ago. To, have, to be 50 years old and win one of these things is a long shot, but not impossible and certainly not for a guy like Tiger Woods. And I would love to see him continue to try to do it as long as he thinks it might be in the cards. Because if he believes it, I believe it. Well, if, if I'm going to add something to your point, probably Kobe Bryant was the only one that thought in his last game ever yep. that he's going to drop – 60. I think it's a great comparison because and if anyone and if he told anybody before the game he'd be like Kobe bro it's over. What I mean yeah. what are you talking about? Right. And he in his own mind thought no, I think I could still do that. And, and and he did. And Tiger has already done it once. That's the argument for why I'd like to see him keep doing it because I'm never ready to say never until he tells me he's done, right? The other part is I saw that he can't walk anymore. <laughs> right? That 
he he literally can't walk. Never mind play four rounds of golf. He could he couldn't walk from the tee to the green Jeez. on half the holes. He was in excruciating pain. Since that last one, he drove off the road in Palos Verdes, nearly lost his leg, and he's old as hell for a professional athlete. And he's busted up, and he's got a bad back, and he's got a bad leg. And at some point, I don't care how strong you are between your ears, if your body doesn't work, your body doesn't work. And, and that's I, where he is. And I'm okay. You know, when people say, oh, I wish he would uh, – I wish Jordan didn't come back because I'm going to remember him in a wizard. I, I don't pay attention to any of that. No, I'm going to remember that. Michael Jordan at his greatest. I'm going to remember Tiger at his greatest. Mm-hmm. I'm going to remember Kobe at his greatest. But just watching Sunday, just me isolating Sunday, I'm like, my man, like you just said – you can't even walk. No. Just it sucks. either call it a day or at least this specific tournament. Let's move on. Would you bet money that he wins again? A tournament? A major. No, I would not. Yeah, I wouldn't either. I would not. I, I think I don't even think he wins a tournament at this point in his life, but I wouldn't slam the door. The competition's just so good at those majors. I, I, don't, I don't think so. I, also, I'd, bef- I'd never want to be wrong about something <laughs> more than that. I would love every second of it. Before we move on, uh, part of the jump, too. Uh <laughs> Someone changed the photo for the Trous and Sliwa Show community and uh, give you two guesses what it is. Hoss and Little Joe. It is. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's that. hilarious <laughs> and it's amazing. Whoever did it, I was hoping you. you guys had forgotten. You noticed that I didn't bring it up today. You noticed that it wasn't. <laughs> you see my pad. There's no Hoss and Little Joe note on there today. Look, that's where, Trev, you just don't have control of her volume. <laughs> you have the soundboard, but you I don't know. have control of her volume. It's a drag. It's a drag. The Mavericks got fined three quarters of a million bucks as a result of the NBA's investigation into the way that they handled the end of the season. The investigation concluded that the Mavericks violated player resting policy and, quote, demonstrated through actions and public statements the organization's desire to lose the game in order to improve the chances of keeping its first-round pick in the 2023 NBA draft. So let me see if I can take this out of very specific league language and kind of put this in more layman's terms. Dude, you embarrassed us. We know you were quitting. We're okay with quitting because we've had tanking the league for a long time. You can't do it like that where it's that blatantly obvious. Yeah, it's funny because I told Michael this when that they're investigating. And I'm like, Michael, what's the difference of the Suns sitting everybody against the Lakers? (laughs) Right. By the way, which is implicating the playoffs. That is because they didn't play everybody, the Lakers now had a better shot at maybe being one of those top six or the Kings not playing anybody against the Golden State Warriors towards the end of the season. The part that I think comes the $750,000 fine, Jason Kidd, are you publicly just t- – it almost maybe, – maybe Jason Kidd didn't agree with the decision. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, you know uh, – Here's the thing. We have this top 10 protected pick coming up. <laughs> well, no, so when I was in a they, meeting they with it. Cuban, let me show you this video. There, There is a um, – how do I put this without putting – professional athletes and their spouses oftentimes have an understanding that when they leave their city of choice that sometimes they're allowed to do whatever it is they want to do. But you can't embarrass me. You can't bring it home. You cannot make it so it becomes my problem right in front of my face. It's kind of an unspoken agreement. Those Mavericks violated that agreement by saying, yeah, no, we just decided that we don't want to win. It was, like a, do it, like that. it was a full explanation from Kid. He's like, guys, let me walk you through our last meeting. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, That's exactly Kitch, what it was. Stop talking. I like it. All right, let's do a little super cross talk. Woo, 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 
All right, so do you Woo! have like a paper towel shoot after the uh, show? This is amazing. Oh, you, you've got kind of a brawny man look going on. He really does. Working part time as a lumberjack. <laughs> yeah, you know, what's interesting about this is so I, I bought That's a. That's such a good call. I bought do, we a have whole, the, do we have the YouTube on? No, yeah, no. Can people YouTube see it? Oh, yeah, no. Just think of the paper towel. Yeah. You I know mean, what we're looking at. Like it's a red and black <laughs> plaid. I'm so proud of myself. It and was. now I'm getting mocked for and it. And what is it? What's that called? Like it's a, it's a button up, but it's a. It's a sweatery kind of. It's a flannel. Flannel. It's a flannel shirt. Yeah. yeah, it's a little chilly. Yeah. Little it is chilly a little chilly. So I'm so proud of myself because uh, back in March of 2020, before all this stuff went down, I'd bought a bunch of new clothes. And then the pandemic happens. Yeah. There's no reason for nights. Then I picked up weight. And now finally, the old clothes fit. Look fit. You. Hey. For the first time. Hey. Yeah. That's I, a I good know. feeling. Yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah it that's is. a really good feeling. Are you going to keep it on all show? Uh, I am. Yeah, fair <laughs> question. I'm going to keep it on the entire show. That was a one-day only appearance. By the way, I don't Momo, think you Momo even knows that? about it. What? Okay, Mace, you go ahead and... Looper in. So yesterday, you know. Oh, I saw this weird thing where you ran over to Tommy's and. Yeah. Yeah. So that was for $100. That was a $100 bet from you, you John You had to Ireland. take your shirt off or something? And pants. And, and pants. pants. And pants. Just underwear. Yes. Dash over to Tommy's office. That's some kind of HR thing. Knock on the <laughs> like- door. <laughs> Cross my mind. <laughs> dash back. Uh, and it was. Uh, it was. Look. I don't, Worth a, it, a sensation. I don't know if we got to get super specific beyond the with question I'm about to ask you mm-hmm. next. If you do that for a hundred dollars, what would you do for a thousand? Seriously, I mean, impossible. we've seen the Instagram. Yeah, 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 but never but, anything close to yeah, that. No, that was. That Mace, was, was there was there a number, Mace? I mean, ninety? Were you like, no, I'm out. I'm out. No, because you know this Ireland's is the standard bet. Is this 100. is the standard bet is a hundred dollars. Yeah. If you give him a hundred dollars, he'll do most anything. He'll jump into the pool, fully clothed. He'll he lick will his lick the shoe. bottom shoe. of his shoe right. on Bourbon Street and do all that stuff. So I said, hey, how about a hundred dollar bet for me? That's yeah. what he laid out, and I was like, uh, that's it. a lot worse than jumping in the pool. It is. It's rough. <laughs> yeah, it's rough. You ever seen a grown man naked? Yeah, I was not naked. I was not naked, but thank you. Thank Did you, you? What was the feedback? Uh, the feedback was uh, overwhelmingly positive, except at home. One was incredibly embarrassed, said, I can't even look at this. I can't even watch this. And th- what's funny is there were a bunch of USC students in here. Oh, yeah, no, I saw. Oh, God. Learning the business. Oh, Lord. Take your clothes off? Yes. Who brought them? Uh, it was, I think, Boss Amanda brought them in. They oh. were from the uh, the uh, Barrett Media uh, okay, summit from a couple it. of weeks ago. So, And this is what they witnessed. I did a big talk beforehand. Oh, hey, Lord. here's how you break into the business. Next thing you know, dashing by him. I wish John were here to have this conversation with all of us. Yes. Because um, you and I... I think we consider ourselves baseball people, yes? Yes. yes. And, and I am pro-pitch clock, right? I'm anti. I, I Completely? Yeah, she hates the I pitch hate clock. It. All of it? Well, in person, I went to spring training, and I did not like it at all. It was too... It made the game feel really rushed to me, and I like to go to a game and... What if we dial Ramona, I lean towards you. No, you do not. Yeah, I do. It's Sweet. too... It, Listen, it's unnecessary. I, also, oh, it's I just want to be able to I get there. I just need it a little slower. Necessary. I need yeah. a little slower. It's just too much. It's like, oh, my God, relax. What if we went to 20 and 25 instead I'm of 15 in. and 20? No, come on. Uh, I'm in. 20, 25, I'm in. This thing is working right now. Am I the only one now that... No, Mace, if, if the choice is between nothing and this, I'll take this 100 times out of 100. I yeah. like this fine. 
to Ramona's point, going to games it really cranks. It goes. Really it does fast. go fast. Like no you're kind of, you're kind of like it just makes me almost nervous. Like it's like, oh god, I, I come to a baseball game to relax. Like to just sit up there and not it's feel fast. like I have to be anywhere or do anything. And this just like the teams are already like, saying they're going to extend beer sales. That this sure. is yeah. becoming an economic which, which issue. Which does make sense. I mean, yeah. Clayton yeah. Kershaw said, "Are they going to sell enough beer at one point?" Right. And that yeah. is that is a fair question. Reality, though, I, I and I, there's there's no empirical data at this point that ratings are up, ratings are down, attendance is up, attendance is down. But I think in the end, this is going to be great for it, TV it, consumers. It, it, there you go. This is why ratings will be up, and this. Is is why attendance will be up because here's what is up: batting averages, hits, runs, stolen yep. bases. Yeah, that's good for baseball. More action. Very few. Less people, shift. Very few people go to the game to watch pitching. Yes, right. Like if you you yeah. go to watch Clayton Kershaw because he's a Hall of Famer, you go to watch Pedro Martinez, sure. But there's not people funneling into Dodger Stadium to go see Tony Gonsolin do his thing. They want to see. Mookie Betts do his yes. thing. They want to see. Ramona, I'm stressed watching yeah. the game. Me too. I'm like I, I, anxious watching them. I need oh. to just let's just slow it just a little bit, Come guys. On, adjust, guys. This is this is the mo- and here's here's tweak. one one thing that I'll say that I I think is a selling point for baseball. It is now NBA games are longer, NFL games are longer. Baseball has become the most. The, the fastest, most digestible sport we've got. And in an era an where, it is, where it is seriously short attention so, span theater, baseball now moves. Mace, here's the only problem with that. Okay. It's not that we didn't want the game to speed up. It's the slowest game just became the fastest game. Yeah. And you're trying to – it's like the adjustment. It's, okay, I just needed you to go from 75 miles per hour to 60. I didn't need you to go from 75 to 30. Yeah. <laughs> in in two months, none of you guys will have a problem I, with it. I already, in two months, you'll okay. all say, oh, this is basically. This is I'm what gonna, it used I'm to gonna, be. I'm going to go to a couple games in the regular season – I'm gonna I'm gonna go there and, and test it out, see how because it's spring training. I'm really not there to watch the game. I'm really no, there. You're I mean, there have a couple of you're, beers you're having a yes, exactly. Yeah. And so like that was so fast. Did you like run? <laughs> did, he has an illy machine in his I office. I mean, Greg did, Bergman did, came in at the start of did our. Did Greg go <laughs> fetch you coffee? <laughs> he fetched me coffee. Wow. Okay, so with that in mind, thank yes. you, Greg. You've been doing this how long? Uh, that was so fast. Since I was though. 15 years old. Okay, so yeah. a while. A while, yeah. I still am uncomfortable asking somebody to get me something like that. I, he I offered. Am, I, he I know offered. he did. I know you didn't, but there are times where I'm like, I need a little water, a little coffee could go when I'm in the middle of something. I, I know. still can't. Okay, ask that day to do when it. I went to the Smashburger and yeah. they didn't have my food ready in time and I had to just leave it. And the 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 guy who works in promotion said, Okay, should I get it for you or something? I said, Yeah. And I was like, Okay, are you gonna get it? Like I'm, get, you know, like I now I gotta now I'm I'm pushing you to do something. Here's one like, piece of advice. Yeah. Know his name before you ask I know. him to do something. I <laughs> promotions honestly, guy. Hey, promotions guy. No, he knew me. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't know well, him, and I felt kind of bad about Ramona's it. Ramona's defense. She's not here every not day. Here. Yeah, the same the social time. media yeah. people are not here every day. That's true. I know. Say my name. Yes. Yeah, say their You're, name. You are totally correct about that. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you. Um, person. Well, he offered. <laughs> so I, my general thing is, if somebody offers, yeah, yeah, then I will accept. I can't do it. I it's really hard. Want I know. To. I really yeah, I don't want, want to impose. You know what I don't I like? I, I, despite all the you know shtick sh- we do, 
I don't like being treated differently than every. Like I, I, I like everybody that works here. Oh, yeah, I'm uncomfortable. I try to learn everybody's name. I do yes. know everybody's you, you name. Do. You do. I, I mean, I, I actually care about that. You're good about that. Yeah. All right, Sleet. So but if you get if you get some coffee from somebody, and let's use Berg as an example, can uh-huh. you just return the favor next time? Uh. Yeah, but I, I'm also not comfortable doing something for somebody else. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't ask that you. That human. I won't ask you. You don't ask me. That's a pretty good Welcome role. to Travis Rogers' get, world. Get your own stuff. <laughs> that you just put a perfect little line on my yeah, relationship with my neighbors. Yeah. You don't ask me for anything. I won't ask you for anything. And perfect. we'll okay, get wait, along wait, perfectly. Okay, okay. I got a neighbor question. Okay. You're the guy to ask all my neighbor questions, right? Yeah. All right. So yesterday, you know how I got, I got I'm a pandemic gardener i became like into gardening you started during, gardening yeah. yeah so now yesterday i really had some fun i got the rototiller out Ooh, that's and a we had a bunch of grass that died last year in the front there was like this uh saint augustine grass that just couldn't take the heat yeah and so i said we got to rip all this grass out we got to put some new grass seed down so i'm gonna get the rototiller out and i'm just gonna just just do that right so as i'm doing it, it's so fun it's like destruction yeah it's, Really it's a lawnmower with like these huge lawn huge lawn. Yeah. We used to turn yeah. the ground out to <laughs> yeah. garden every day. I mean, year. I that just feel like thing. I worked a lot of stuff out yesterday. <laughs> yeah. like, it was like, like, okay, anyway. <laughs> a little too excited there. <laughs> so my neighbor comes by and he is the, he's retired and he is a engineer kind of guy who knows how to do everything. Okay. And I really could ask him to do tons of stuff around my house. And he seems kind of willing because he'll say stuff like when I was doing the rototiller he goes oh yeah I, gosh that's a good idea to do the rototiller he goes I spent a month ripping out all the the stuff in front of, like the cul-de-sac I'm on most of the houses they all have fake grass in the front because this guy mm-hmm. he was kind of like the neighborhood kingpin uh-huh. he did it for everyone he did it for, he, he removed for he, no. he ripped out their grass I don't know I didn't ask the question but he goes, oh, I spent a month ripping out everyone's lawns here. But but the lady who lived at your house, she wanted to put grass back in. So I was like, oh, she wouldn't have done that. Before he bought the house. Okay. So anyway, was that him opening the door? Was he was he basically saying like, oh, I would have done this for you? Or yes, I I, I think sounds so. sounds like if he did everybody else's yard. Yeah, but but that was like ten years ago, oh. and I did ask him for some help on one other thing, and and he did it, but it wasn't like if you ever need anything, he doesn't. He Are never says happy? if you ever need anything. So here here's here's where my brain immediately went when you were telling this uh-huh. story. Are you comfortable if you do accept an offer for something like that 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 will open the door to him offering to do a lot of other things that maybe you rather he just yeah, not be totally involved comfortable. in. You're okay with that? Yeah, yeah. Like he's so he's like, Mr. Fix-It guy. He's like, then, I rewired my whole man, house. Then guy. knock yourself out. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I I but I don't think it. he actually opened. I think it was kind of an opening, but he doesn't ever say, oh, if you ever need anything, let me know. Let me know if you want me to do that. No, no. If he went out of his way to tell you, hey, I did this person's yeah. house, this person's house, and that person's house. There's something house, there. My yeah? fear would be, yeah, great, but now when my gutter is overflowing, hey, you know, I can fix your... Now, now I got to involve him in everything that's Although, going on, or at least he's it, doing if it. If it needs to be done... Yeah, why not? I mean, uh, life belongs... Now I gotta he's retired. I, life, I see him four times a day walking the dog. Life Some belongs people to like the gold. I mean, ask. Yeah. Ask for help. I don't I, mind if somebody wants to do the work for me. I just don't want the... 
chit chat that comes along with you it. Are, that's amazing that you yeah. hate chit chat that much. You would turn and down I'm, and I free think I'm help. Okay at it too. Like I can. If you've you're stuck, okay at chit chat. Yeah, I can make small talk about the weather. You literally and the guy do down that the for street. three hours a day. I, I know, right? But I just if we're not on the clock, I Trav like will offer the guy. Trav, you'll offer him a cold beer and some food, oh, and yeah. then prefer and then not to have a conversation. Sit on my couch. We could do that. Sleep. Tell them the story about Spirit Airlines and how you're handling this. All right, so we got a little situation here. Okay. I took Spirit when I went to Houston for the Final Four. I'm sorry. I know. I know. Condolences. Seriously, did we not pay you enough to fly uh, a real airline? There's a, there's a lot of backstory to this. <laughs> I mean, but, okay. but anyway, you're a Spirit airline. Okay. That airline had the worst times that actually worked to my schedule that I could get there, and it was direct, so I took Spirit. My girl, when she booked, I asked her to book it. She booked the thing for me, and included the baggage right because mm-hmm. spirit is 75 85 bucks whether you check it in or you carry on right okay. when i'm going from houston back to lax i'm getting my um i'm getting my uh my boarding uh, pass I, my boarding pass there yeah. you go getting my boarding pass yep. and i just forget that all right she's already paid for it so i pay for it again Oh. So I pay another 85. Right. And then I realize when I get back to LA, I'm like, okay, I, I double pay that. Let me shoot these guys a call, spend five, 10 minutes with them. I'm going to get my money back. It's going to go back on my credit card. Mm-hmm. They say uh, it is not going to go back on your credit card because we don't do that. What we do is we give you credit. Oh, so next so time you fly, fly Spirit, and in my head, I'm like, no, I'm pretty good. That experience was over. <laughs> I'm probably not going to be flying Spirit anymore. So you want cash? Yes. So I just want, yeah, I just Call want. Call your credit card company and dispute the charge. Mm. Well, here's Why? what they told me to do. They said, go online and file a complaint. I okay. did exactly what they asked me to do, which is, by the way, that's just the biggest, like, yeah, we're not interested, but go ahead and go online <laughs> so we can make it look like we're interested. Send me an email back. Uh, sorry, buddy. Just can't make it happen. Hmm. So Greg and Travis were on two opposite ends here. Trav was like, listen, justice needs to be served. You keep calling these freaking <laughs> yeah. people, yes. and you get yeah. your 85 back. Greg saying, you're going to waste so much time of your life, you got to let it go. I'm with Greg. Uh, Thank I'm, you, Momo. Yeah, I just, it's $85. It's, you're just not going to see it. Here's what I say. Of it. 85, I know. by the way, is a lot. Of it. 85 guy. is not is He's not flying $12. back and forth. Mace? Listen, if you have nothing else to do while you're in Memphis for six days, like, go ahead. So do you know but, who Ted Christie is? No. He is the CEO of Spirit Airlines. Mm. I've got his email address. Ooh. I would go straight hey. to him. Straight I, and, to Ted. And, and would is, you say, I'm a radio talk show host in LA, and I have already- You could play the big bad guy card. I would not say that. I don't like playing that particular card. But they're but, playing the game where they're just trying to outlast you. Don't ooh, you know how to play the cards Ted in your hand? Christie at spirit.com. I would go straight to the top. I've Whoa. Done this. I have done this with other people. That's good, mate. If you go straight to the top, they will kick it to somebody that can actually help you. Right. And because and you've got comes, their attention. Yeah. If it comes from the CEO, they're like, they want this. So thing. that's Correct. what I was going to do with the passport place. Okay. Yeah. I was going to, like, I found the email of, like, the CEO and I was going to do that. But basically, if, if it came to that, but basically, I just said, send me my stuff back. Um, and then I, I, once they sent my old passport back, I said, I'm going to the federal building. I don't trust you guys anyway. And Nevin got me a refund. So it was not a problem. I got a refund and all that. I would personally use the Mason plan. 
I like that. Well, you're playing Mace, I'm, to the Mace, top. I'm going to email him. That's a great idea. <laughs> your your plan and my plan are the same thing. You just skipped <laughs> Straight all this to steps, the top. Right? The, my point is I'm going to keep saying, no, that's not acceptable until somebody finally goes, I just want this to be over. No, give his plan is totally different than your plan. Your plan is wasting a lot of time for $85. His plan is sending one email. What if, what if you get nothing back from the email? <laughs> you will. That's what. That's my point. You absolutely will. His plan is better than mine, but yeah. the resu- we still want the same result. We if still you not fill out a form, and, if you fill this. out a form and go to customer relations and all that, never going to happen. Yeah. But if you go to Ted Christie, yes, you're going to ring him up. He is yeah. going to he is going to jump right in. I don't like to dismiss my plan so quickly and effectively. <laughs> Why don't you put Ted Christie's email out over the air so everybody can go straight to Ted Christie? You know, Christie. the only problem is now Ted Christie's email email is going to be very busy. Is that what you were just Googling because, a second ago? Yeah, I just Googled. It took Mason 30 seconds no, to I, find I it. No, I Googled uh, CEO Spirit Airlines email address, and this is there what it I is. got. Um, I would imagine that Spirit Airlines gets a fair number of complaints. <laughs> But the CEO you've got his attention. I know, is but there, now you just broadcast that out there, so there's, it's going to be a lot. Is there a home address? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I do not have a home I have I, you a know business what? address hey, in here, Miramar, Florida. Here's, here's what I can do for you. I can get his home address for you. I got no tools. Home address. How? I got no like home journalism address. tools. You don't need his home address. That's invasive. A special set of skills. That's invasive. That feels like Lexus Nexus, the guy? That feels like next level. Borderline criminal. Yeah, that I can is, probably yeah. get his cell phone for you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, well, no. That no, feels don't. a little less personal. <laughs> can, you imagine, can you imagine calling him on his cell phone? Hey, Ted. <laughs> Ramona <laughs> Shelburne here. I got a problem, and you can fix it. Super Crosstalks, powered by In-N-Out Burger. That's what a hamburger is all about. We'll see you on Monday. Go Lakers.